Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another episode of Island Spot Sports. And before we get to our guest today, we have a big shout out for Living Sisu. Living Sisu is a platform and app that wants to give you all the tools to have success in your sport. Their main objective is to activate your lifestyle. So for active, it's for active people. Enjoy discounts at, at companies like BioSteel, 30% off, BodyLogix, the Goalie Guild, all his books are discounted. Roan, Lululemon for men, 20% off. Online stretching programs with Eccentrics, one full month free. They got super silent massage guns, 20% off those. And it's a great quality. It's way less expensive than a Theragun. And it's a great, it's great quality. So there's so many more discounts that you guys will need to just become a member to see. So they want to provide you with anything you need for success. So come join the community. I'm a part of it. A bunch of other athletes are a part of it. So it's free to join. It takes 20 seconds to have to get exclusive offers to your sport. And it's definitely worth worth it. So do do us a huge favor and go sign up for Living Sisu's membership. It's free, 20, takes 20 seconds. So go do it and we'll see you there. Living Sisu is a great company. We uh, we know one of the co-founders, Zach Fricali. He's a great guy. He... Uh, He's the co-founder and he does a lot of live streams on Instagram at, uh, at Living Sisu and with a bunch of elite athletes. And you learn a lot from like the athlete's determination, the resiliency, everything to what me, made them become successful. So it's been a great experience so far. So go on. I'm going to leave uh, the link in the description. So uh, go sign up. Yo, welcome back to another episode of On Spot Sports. I'm Jack, and today's episode, we are joined by a very special guest, current professional hockey player, Quinn Roseboom. Quinn spent last season with the Delaware Thunder and the Port Huron Prowlers in the Federal Prospects Hockey League in his first pro season, along with a stand in, in the, with the Gaylord Snow in the MIHL. And this year, he, uh, he signed to play for the Motor City Rockers, the newly expanded team in the Federal Prospects Hockey League. So going to be a good season for Quinn for sure but uh, Quinn spent time playing high school hockey for Portage Northern while also playing in the Michigan Development Hockey League for the MDHL Green while also playing a stint in the EH in the Eastern Hockey League with the Seahawks. Quinn spent one year of ACHA Division II college hockey at Davenport University before turning pro so this can be a fun episode Quinn so welcome to the show Quinn Roseboom. How's it going? It's going, it's going good. Can't, can't complain. Today was a busy day. Hit the, hit the links and was training earlier. So not, not a bad day when you get to do two things you love. Absolutely. How about you? How about you? Uh, it was pretty good. I skated today. Got a little workout in this morning. Uh, yeah, now here. Yeah, not, nothing better, but like we're in like that, like off season mode where it's like you're on, like maybe you're like, you're, or like we're like three quarters of the way through the off season now it's like how is your how's your training going and like just like kicking up kicking up a notch uh, in, the, um, in the next coming weeks so training's been going good I've been so I broke my wrist when I was playing for Gaylord uh, I broke it in the fourth game and ever since then I've been kind of recovering quick getting better recovery with my wrists and getting stronger and um yeah, I've just been training twice, working out twice a day, skating with a pretty good group of guys, and yeah, it's been it's been pretty good. 
and like that like especially now like everything starts to crank up like the pace of the skates and everything Absolutely. how's uh how's the pace and just like we were talking earlier and you like you're training with guys that are nhl ahl caliber yeah. so like what do you what do you learn from all those guys and just being in a atmosphere like that um so a lot of these guys like Brian Lashoff, for example, he's very calm with the puck. And so, like, he's very calm on and off the ice, I will say. So it's been, like, it's been cool to learn kind of how he is with the puck and watching how patient he is and how smooth all these guys are with the puck and how they do all the little things right. And, like, they're making, like, passes. Like, we'll scrimmage at the end of training, and they're making passes that, like, you wouldn't even think of and they're just making the goalies look stupid and it's just kind of cool to get to see that every other day and yeah it's been a lot a lot of fun and I'm very excited to continue skating with them for the rest of the, the off season here yeah and like they're probably throwing like they're threading the needle tape to tape like like nothing and you're like wow yeah. like how are they doing that yeah and it's it's very easy to get embarrassed out there I will say it's very yeah. easy yeah, I, I could only imagine like those guys making you making any anyone look silly, and you're just like, "Well, shit, what am I what am I gonna do about that?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, like this guy's got NHL games on his belt. I can't do much about it. Yeah, exactly. But uh, I want to start things off like talking about like your pro career a little bit here, and just especially since you are with the Motor City Rockets, which is a newly expanded team in the in the Fed. So like, how excited are you to get? get things going with Motor City and just being in an organization that's totally new? Uh, yeah, I think I'm, well, I'm very excited to get things rolling here shortly. And uh, yeah, being in a new organization, I don't really know what to expect going into it, but um, I know a lot of the, it's a pretty good group of guys, the guys that we have signed now. So I've played with a lot of them and I'm, I'm excited to play with them again. So I feel like I'll have a little bit more of, a uh, bigger role there where in the locker room whereas like in Port Huron I was one of the youngest guys there so I kind of had to keep my mouth shut and just sit there and listen and learn but now I can kind of help like some of the younger guys some of the guys who haven't maybe haven't played a game in the fed and kind of give them a little bit of advice and yeah I'm excited to get things going I'm excited for the the rink it used to be called Fraser Hockey Land and I grew up playing there and like tournaments and stuff so uh, now that's under big boy arena and it's definitely going through some renovations and it's nice to see that they're making it good out there and yeah I'm excited to see what kind of fans we get also so yeah and I, I heard there's there's like five rinks inside your arena yeah. right yep so there's like there's four practice rinks and then the pro rink there the stadium so um there's never never going to be a shortage of ice I don't think so yeah, especially when you have four practice rings, like there, there should be ice time for anyone that needs it. And like, it's just, I'm sure it's a great facility, especially like with like the added ice surfaces. And then like, I'm sure you guys have like a whole weight room and everything like yeah. that. And like, yeah, it'll be nice. They're, they're building or like they're redoing the weight room right now. So it'll be all, it'll all be Motor City colors and all purple and stuff. So <laughs> it'll be, it'll be fun. I'm excited to get things rolling here in October. Yeah, absolutely. And you, you live in the Michigan area. So like, have you like looked at like places to do around like Motor City, like on the off days? Uh, yeah, actually. So like 
it's not too far away from where so in Fraser where the rink is it's actually not too far away from like Sterling Heights and Troy so there's a lot of shopping centers out there and a lot of like bowling alleys and other things to do so I'm sure anything to do with the team out there would be a fun time yeah absolutely and like that's maybe hit the hit the golf course too I'm sure yeah. there's golf courses around there like get like special discounts like not nothing better than than golfing on an off day or shopping yeah, exactly. But well, we can only play golf for like another month or so after the season. That's true. Starts, but yeah. they should just build an indoor indoor uh links link course where you could just play year round. I'm sure there's one. I'm sure there's something like that there. It's I mean, like I said, it's in it's just outside of Detroit. So there's gonna be I'm sure we'll be going to a couple Red Wings games and maybe a couple Pistons games and whatnot. So there's definitely a lot to do around the area. Yeah, absolutely. That that's awesome. And then going into your, uh, you just played, you just finished your first year of professional hockey, where you started the season off with the Port Huron Prowlers. Like, what was the process like to sign in Port Huron and like start your pro career? So um, after after college, I got a full time job at a Ford dealership, and then kind of just still had that itch to keep going so I just went to Port Huron's free agent camp and they signed me right out of the free agent camp so I uh, then showed up at training camp and competed and next thing you know I was playing in Danbury for the opening night so yeah it was a pretty good process pretty easy um yeah a lot of fun yeah so you go into free agent camp you get signed out of it and then you go into training camp and it's your first like taste of like professional hockey like yes free agent camp but like you everything is taken up a whole a whole notch when you go to training camps yeah. like what was like your first like e experience with training camp and just like the pace of the game uh so definitely I will say the nerves were definitely there for that first training camp but um I like, I just wanted to kind of watch everyone because, I mean, you hear about all these guys that we have in the locker room, like Mo Levac, Dalton Jay, like Matt Graham and Austin Federley, all these guys that have a lot of experience in the league and uh, you're just kind of excited to go and play with them. But at the same time, it's, it's a bit nerve wracking to be on the ice with some of those guys. And um, it was it was a lot faster than I've was that a beer league game so uh <laughs> uh yeah it was it was definitely a good first training camp and I'm happy I started my professional career in Port here on just being around all those that good group of leadership there and all the veteran presence there yeah and like I've I've had the same things where it's like you're nervous going in but then like yeah. once you get on the ice like you yeah. just forget about the nerves because you just got to do whatever you – because you're playing the game you love. And, like, once you touch the, touch the ice, like, nothing really matters. Exactly. And, like, all those guys there, like, I bet you they could tell that, like, some of the new guys were nervous too. So, all the good – all the guys that were there were all, like, it's okay. Like, don't worry about it. Like, keep going. You're doing good. Like, just, just to have that little extra push from those guys was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And like, it also helps a ton when you do have that support from everyone You and everyone, everyone gets it at, at that stage. And it's your first, first pro season, first few games, like everyone knows you're nervous for sure. Yeah, absolutely. 
Yeah, but then you go into your first regular season game. So, like, what's that transition like from, like, the ACHA D2 level to playing in the Fed? So, when I was at Davenport, I was actually a forward. So, I had to kind of relearn how to play defense and whatnot. So, that first that first game was – it was – I was more nervous for that just because, like, I didn't really know – I haven't played defense in a while. Yeah. But um, it was it was a lot faster – but once I think after the first period, I kind of settled in and started playing with a little more confidence and getting back to my game. So it was definitely a lot faster than I was used to. And there were a lot better players to like keep keep your head up a little more. And yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, absolutely. And like you just you have to transition from a forward to a defenseman. So like what is that transition like just learning like structure learning different systems like the structure of the defense and just being able to completely like redefine your game uh so I mean I have I have a little bit of history playing D I grew up playing defense and then once I got to high school I switched and played forward so like part of it for me like getting back into it was trying to remember like position wise like where to be on a two-on-one or a three-on-two like when I'm supposed to slide or um, yeah, it was just like <clears throat> the hardest thing for me was keeping my head on a swivel. Cause as a forward, you have like, say I'm a winger, you have the defenseman that you just have to worry about. And well, as a D man, you kind of have to watch everybody and make sure nobody's sneaking in there. Yeah. So I think that was the hardest thing for me. It was just keeping my head up. And I, I mean, I definitely let in a couple goals that I could have been prevented, but um, go I down think, a go down dash two dash three the first game yeah yeah but um it was yeah that's been the hardest part for me and then definitely like my gap control because it's I mean you're going forward the whole time as a forward you're trying to catch up yeah. to these guys right so trying to keep them in front of you is a little different and definitely my foot speed going backwards so it's been yeah it's been kind of an easy transition for me at but it's been difficult at the same time just because, I mean, at first I was getting embarrassed, but now I feel a little more confident and having a lot more fun playing D and can see the ice a lot better. So, yeah, like those first few games, I'm sure like you're just like going all over the place and guys are just beating you left and right. And you're like, how am I going to figure this out? But then like once you get that experience, like it just becomes a lot easier. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, and like you all, you always hear people like, like talk about like their Fed moments. Like, what was your welcome to the Fed moment? So our uh, our home opener in Port Huron, uh, we were playing Columbus, and I think Columbus scored, and Alex Johnson was my D partner at the time, and he they scored, and something happened, and he went in. And cross-checked a guy and then a big scrum started well next thing you know I'm getting suckered and so I got suckered I cut my face right right above my cheek and I broke two teeth so I'd say that was my welcome to the fed moment that was like the third game in so yeah nah you, you don't want to be punched in the face especially like like Columbus has some has some tough guys on that yeah. roster too it's yeah. like you don't want to you don't want to mess with any of them and then you get dragged into it like what, what you yeah. can't do anything about that you just gotta exactly. take your beating exactly i just yeah i took it and i finished the game but 
went and got my teeth fixed after. So it was, yeah, that was my welcome to the Fed moment. Yeah, at least, at least you finished the game. Like, I'm sure even if you went off like halfway through, you would have came back on and just been yeah. like, yeah, like I could be numbed up from the stitches for anything and I'll just, I'll still come back and play. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, you got, I'm pretty sure you have four points in uh, Port Huron. Yeah, four points, four assists. Like, what, what was it like to get that first professional point out of the way? Um, well, uh, it was, it was kind of, well, I haven't scored yet, which is kind of a bummer. Hey, this I year. Of, I had a lot of chances, but um, to get my first, like, actual pro point was cool. I was, it was very, it was very cool to hear my name get announced at McMoran Arena on the uh, for anything other than a penalty. So um, it was it was nice to have the fans kind of cheering for you. And yeah, yeah, absolutely. And that like that's like a big thing. Like when you do get like in the big time in the in the pros, like just have your name announced. Like it's just chills. Like when you do, because you're like, yeah. I made it here, and like this is where this is what I wanted to do. I wanted to play pro hockey and here I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's kind of a crazy, it's a crazy feeling, but yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then you get traded to uh, the Delaware Thunder, right? Yep. You got traded. So then you ended up playing in six games there. So like, what was your time in Delaware like, and just uh, play those six games and get, get that out of the way? Um. Well, I kind of, so I was a bit bummed out at first getting traded from Port Huron just because it was such a good group of guys over there. Yeah. But um, once I got to Delaware, I it was I felt very welcomed and I didn't meet a bad person over there. Like everybody was very welcoming and um, the the practices it was a little different. Like at first because I was I didn't know what to expect going into Delaware because I mean obviously you hear some stories and whatnot, but um, I was. I was very pleased with my overall experience in Delaware. It was, we were very well taken care of. And uh, I, I mean, the first game we played at the Thunderdome was, it was, I mean, there's not as many fans as a normal Fed game or anywhere else in the league, right? So, but it is loud. Definitely has to be one of the loudest barns there just because it's so much smaller, but um that was there was never there was never a quiet moment there in Delaware but yeah. it was it was a lot of fun there was it was a good core group of guys that stuck around because I mean there were a lot of guys going in and out of there right and me being one of them <laughs> but um no it was a good it was it was a lot of fun I'm very happy with the guys that I got to meet there and got to play with and it was a great experience yeah, and like that's what everyone that was a Delaware was or is a Delaware Thunderous has said, and is like it's one of the best groups, if not the best group they've ever been a part of, and especially like Babs, Noah Wild, like they've all said yeah. the exact same thing, and uh, they also talk about like the loyalty of the fans, like you guys, yeah. like in Delaware, you may not put up the wins like everyone wants, but like the the fans are are loyal it's like what is the atmosphere like and just being around like all the fans and like they they know you like especially like outside the game well so <clears throat> everywhere we went there like if we would run into somebody like at a at the store or whatever they would stop and like talk to us for however long or they would get our autograph or like just like 
Well, every time we would go out in public, you feel like a superstar because you have all these brand, like these fans walking up yeah. to you. And it's, they were very, even though like, even though, like you said, even though we weren't winning as much to still have them, like the place would be packed before warmups. So like to have them that committed and like that loyal was, it was very cool. And I don't think you get that from very many organizations. Yeah, and, like, just uh, have the fans be there. And, like, the, the Thunderdome is loud. Like, you could hear it on, like, YouTube when you're watching the games. Like, it's electric. And, like, it pushes not only, like, like you – it pushes you guys to, like, the max. And just, like, you guys want to go out there and just win. But, like, just to have them stay loyal no matter – no matter you go 2-50 and 50 or, or yeah. 10 and 50 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Just to have them – yeah, like – they're kind of like a seventh guy on the ice right so they keep they keep the place going and I don't think you'll find like one person sitting there looking at their phone like everybody is paying attention to the game and they're all cheering and yeah it was definitely uh fun it was a fun experience there and they have a good thing going over there yeah that that's awesome that's unreal and like like throughout a season like you were talking about earlier like you go through a lot of ups and downs, like you had an injury at the end of the year. It's like, what is some good advice to not let you get like too high or too low when things are spiraling, spiraling around and just like, just to say that even keel, especially like when things could go like, Uh, like a roller coaster. Yeah. So one thing that like I was, I learned this year um in Port Huron very early on was just to take it day by day right so like not every day there in in the league is promised so you just got to keep working and keep your head down and just just keep going with it so um I think that's that would be my one piece of advice is take it day by day and control what you can control yeah that that's a that's some great a great piece of advice because like it is day to day and like yeah until you get up to uh, like the AHL, the NHL, where you have like a contract for the season, like anything is day to day. You get released today, you get released tomorrow, you get released for no reason, and like you just all you just never know what's gonna happen, minor pro. Exactly. It's yeah. It's uh, but you gotta remember it's all business too. So everybody yeah. wants to win, and yeah. Yeah. Ex- exactly. But like throughout like the past season you also spent time in the Michigan Independent Hockey League playing for the snow so like what was your time in the Michigan Independent League and like what exactly is the Michigan Independent Hockey League (laughs) so um after I got released from Delaware yeah I spent I spent some time in the MIHL uh one of my buddies uh was playing in Gaylord and he hit me up after I got released and was like hey like do you want to come live out here and they have ice in Gaylord every day so like the rink there has ice open open ice for five bucks from 9 a.m to 2 30 in the afternoon so anybody can go and skate so I was going out there just to train and just to keep playing and just to keep my legs under me but uh the MIHL is it is it's a fun it's fun it's a fun league it's it's a way to get your foot into the door to like say a fed team needs you to come and play they can actually it's a good way to still have like those eyes on you and yeah um yeah I mean it definitely there wasn't 
we never got any fans like it was definitely was nothing like a fed game but uh it was it was good hockey it was a lot of fun and I'm very I'm very happy I got to play there because I felt like I got a little bit of my scoring touch and hopefully I can bring that back into Motor City this season yeah and like you're at least you're still out there staying in shape in case a fed team does pick you up and you're just out there having fun because you're playing hockey for a reason and that's because you love and you're having fun while playing exactly and like like I said I was there mostly to train and just to have fun and be a part of a team still so yeah I I was very happy with my time spent in Gaylord I met a lot of good good people out there and yeah it was it was fun yeah absolutely I I love that because you're you're having fun so that's all that matters but uh for this next part of the show I want to talk about like your youth youth uh youth days high school days and junior days like the come up to you playing professional hockey so you grew up in Portage Michigan so like what is the backstory behind like why you started playing hockey like what got you into it and like how old were you when you started so my like my dad and his siblings they all grew up playing hockey so I kind of was just like born into it they were all big hockey fans and the Kalamazoo K-Wings were a mile down the road from our house growing up so um, I started skating when I was two and then just never stopped like my mom said that my second word was hockey so I was kind of like bound to play right Um, but just like being able to go and watch the K-Wings play every weekend was like, we had season tickets growing up. So, uh, every time we got to go and watch the K-Wings, it was, I always had the best time and yeah. So I grew up playing in Kalamazoo and then I played for the, like the Kalamazoo K-Wings, Koha K-Wings is what we were. And so that was travel. I played travel when, when I was 10. And, uh, then when I turned 14, we the team that my travel team we turned into triple a so we all played for the west michigan hounds and then that next year it turned into meyer so then played for meyer and then after that um we all kind of split up and we all went and played high school hockey and i made the switch from defense to forward in high school hockey and just put up some pretty good numbers as a forward and then started getting noticed by junior coaches and going to camps and stuff as a forward. So, but um, I ended up in Cape Cod playing in the EHL. That was, I, I think that really kind of shaped who I am and like what kind of a player I am because I learned so much there and I developed a lot. Like in high school, I could never move my feet. Right. And then the, My after that first year at juniors, I was one of the fastest guys on the ice. It doesn't matter who I was skating with. So um, I, I definitely learned a lot and was very grateful for my time in Cape Cod because we we spent a lot of time on a lot of focus on development. And I mean, the the year that I had there, we had 17 NCAA D3 commits. Yeah, wow. So and that was one of the most in the league. And yeah. Um, then then I ended up at Davenport and played a semester and couldn't afford school. So I went and got a job and now we're here. Yeah, crazy, crazy how uh, how the journey ends up, especially like when you're like you're going around like all these different roads and then it ends up in one road. Take yeah. another take another left or right and you're, on, you're somewhere else. And it's just 
it's all about all about the journey and really not where you end up it's just like more about like the journey and just enjoying that that grind that hockey that like getting to the next level is yeah absolutely yeah but uh you like you mentioned a lot of like great organizations and getting into hockey so like what are some of your like your fondest memories playing youth hockey and like making you fall in love with the game um <clears throat> probably my one of my favorite youth hockey memories would be scoring at Joe Lewis Arena. So in the Little Caesars Hockey League, at it's at, at the championship game, like the league championship game ends up being the final game was at Joe Lewis Arena. So when we made it to the championship, we were playing Sylvania and we were losing like six nothing. Like we were just getting dummied. So I got the puck at the blue line, took it in all the way, went coach to coach with it and buried one at the Joe. And then the, my celly, I did the archer and there was a picture of it. So that was, I'd say that was a pretty good, pretty good youth memory to score at the Joe. And yeah. And what, what, what a celly to, to yeah, celebrate yeah. that goal too. Yeah, absolutely. So a little PK Subban action with the archer and just yeah. like, you're loving it. It was even better to get a picture of it too. So you get you can see the Red Wings logo in the background, and then there's like little ten year old me doing the archer there. Yeah, that that's uh, that's awesome. That's unreal, and just like you get you have that memory forever and yeah. rip the Joe Louis Arena. But you have uh, you have what's left of Joe Louis Arena in in your heart. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I was, yeah, that's another thing too. Like I'm very happy that like. I got to grow up in Michigan where I could go yeah. to go and watch games at the Joe, but I haven't been to little Caesars arena yet. So I'm excited to hopefully get to go there this season. Check it yeah. out. Yeah, absolutely. So then you go into, you go into high school after you play for Meyer and uh, the West Michigan hounds. So like, what was it like to go into like high school and like, and like the Michigan development hockey league as well. And just to, uh, just to develop before you go before really going into juniors for the in Cape Cod, like you said. So I was very fortunate because I my high school coach was the same coach I had growing up. So he maybe I don't want to say like I was one of his favorite players, but he definitely was a little more fond of me than he was some of the other players, just yeah. because like I still had that edge to keep going and uh um, I wanted to be the best that I could. So he spent a little more time with me than he did some of the other guys. And I was very, very happy with that. I learned a lot from him. And um, yeah, I didn't, going into high school, I mean, I had just finished playing AAA hockey in Michigan. So like we're, I was playing against guys who now play in the NHL in Michigan. So um, going into the high school league, I kind of expected it to be a little slower than I triple-A game, but uh, I was still playing with all my friends. I was just happy to be playing in front of all my friends at school and playing for my school, so. Yeah, and, like, you, everyone always talks about, like, the glory days or the high school days, and you're just – and, like, especially, like, when you're in high school, like, those are – like, it's so much fun to go to the rink and just, like, especially you get those rivalry games. Like, there's nothing nothing better than those games. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, we – uh. We actually had like a 
one of the bigger rivalry games in the league too in our conference so we played Portage Central and we'd always play them at Wings Stadium where the K-Wings play and like the whole city of Portage would come and it'd be it was it was crazy it was definitely a lot of fun and I I want to say it felt like a Fed game at the time but um, now playing a Fed game it's definitely not that there's a little more <laughs> Yeah, absolutely. But hey, you got the you got that that experience when you're uh, of the Fed when you're playing in the in the high school. So that yeah. that like makes it even better. And then you go into you go into juniors the following year with the the Seahawks and Cape Cod. So like this is the year that you actually like took that big jump. So like, yeah. what did you do to like help yourself like make that jump jump start and like really start to develop and like hone down your hot your hockey skills? Um, I really just kind of like, I was there, I, I was there to play hockey. I wasn't there to like make friends. I wasn't, I wasn't, I was only there to play hockey. I wasn't there to have a fun time. So I think going into it with that mindset and like, um, take still taking it like day by day and holding myself accountable. Our coach Bill Zanaboni, he preached accountability. So like, I think that definitely helped a lot with my development because I learned how to be accountable and how to kind of be a man there. So, um, yeah, I just going into it with the mentality, like I'm here to play hockey. I'm here to get better at hockey. I definitely think that helps help me develop a lot. Yeah. And like accountability is super important, especially like when you go up the levels, like you hear it a lot now, but like, as a kid you're like you just you're like yeah I'm just gonna go play and like you don't really like pay attention like the any of the training that goes into what makes a good hockey player in the off season exactly. in season so like how important is that accountability and just to be able to keep yourself disciplined as well it's it's very important um just to like and especially with like uh, a group of guys so like we would play a game the game that we played it was called the mind game so say somebody leaves their bag on the ground, you'd ask him, whose bag is this? If he said mine, he'd have to drop and give you 25 push-ups. So instead of saying mine, he'd be like this guy's or, and I still catch myself doing that. So, um, but like just accountability was, is, is very huge. And to be able to learn that with in like kind of a fun way like how to yeah. how to be accountable was yeah it was it was cool it, it's definitely a lot of fun when you can make it into a game but um it's very important especially in hockey now because especially at the pro level too I've learned yeah. you have to be very disciplined and you have to you really have to keep going and like even doing like the little things that you don't want to that you know are just going to make you a better player right yeah yeah, the, the small the small details really do matter, especially when you get up to the pro game. Like, yeah. if you hone down those small small details, like you'll see your your game instantly get better. It seems like, and just you're just like, how does that happen? But like once you put everything together, it's like wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but uh, then you go on to you go on to play twenty four games that year in the in the Eastern Hockey League. So, like, did you get, like, that big, big like, rush of confidence, like, when you were starting to, like, see that development happen and just to be, like, to have that accountability as well, just to, like, see everything, like, just grow? Yeah, absolutely. Like, towards the end of the year, I started noticing, like, 
I was definitely getting a lot better towards the end of the year. I just felt a lot more confident with the puck and I was, yeah. I was seeing the ice a little differently than I would have at the beginning of the year. And um, I definitely think it helps playing with a lot of, a lot of really good hockey players oh, too, yeah. especially at that year of the Seahawks. Like Seahawks is a very good organization and coach Bill is definitely doing a very good job there developing quality hockey players but also quality men yeah and like that's that's like what you get when you like grow up and like you're just maturing as well as like a player and a person and it's just it's all coming in together especially like when you're going through junior hockey and like you're realizing to start like everything's coming together and like you just gotta like stick with the process especially like when things do get like don't go the, on the right track like you just gotta stay stick with it yeah you just gotta stay disciplined yeah, that, that's what we've been talking about this entire time is just stay yeah. disciplined. Yeah. Yeah, so, like, what – like, before going into into college, like, you're, like, playing juniors with the, with the Seahawks, like, what was what was it like to just, like – were you recruited by by Davenport, like, throughout that year? Like, did you just – or, like, how did how did the offer with, Del, with Davenport come up? So, um, I was – I wasn't planning on going to school that year because it was, I mean, I was 18 at the time. I wasn't planning on going to school that next season. So I was going to a couple of USHL camps and some null camps and I didn't make it yeah. any of those teams. So once the time came, I wasn't, I still wasn't signed. And uh, I kind of just, I went to a prof free skate at Patterson and or it was, wasn't even with Davenport. And one of the coaches was working at the rink and he came down and was like, Hey, here's my card. We're going to have like a recruit skate. You should come and skate. So I went, went to that and he, they like instantly were like, yeah, okay. We definitely want you to come play next season. If you don't make a null team or whatnot, you have a spot here. So um, yeah, it was, they, it was, kind of an, it was an easy process they approached me I was I really wasn't expecting it but um at the same time I'm very happy I they approached me about it so yeah for sure and like you're just you're just playing your game and you just and like you're just not really thinking about school and then like an offer comes up to like this and you're like huh like why not yeah. just just try it out and like especially since like the the null camps didn't work out but like what was it what was what were the null camps like and just like to like even though you didn't make a null team but just to be there and experience what uh tier two juniors is like um they're actually so they're kind of a lot like the pro camps right you're playing with a lot of the guys who are returning players or who are signed for that next season or like they're a draft pick or whatnot so um a lot playing with a lot of those quality players was a lot more fun than I, w I would say playing like in an actual EHL game or like a regular season junior game. So um, those camps were definitely a lot faster paced than say a regular season game, just because you were playing with a higher quality amount of players. So. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And like, you just like, you just see that level and you're like, wow. And like, you're just like, like what you do now with like the NHL, AHL guys, like you just soak everything in and just, just like look for that experience and like 
that experience helps you tremendously, especially like when you're trying to go up the levels, like, you know what it takes to get to that next level. Exactly. And I, I also think, I think going to those camps too is a bit of a confidence boost going into yeah. the season too. Cause you're like, well, I can skate with all these guys. Yeah. Like, why can't I do it during the regular season? So I, I think it's a little bit of a confidence boost going into the season as well. Yeah, absolutely. I a hundred percent agree with you there. And then you, the season closes and you go on to, to Davenport where you play uh, for a semester there. So like, did you have any expectations going into your first year of college hockey or do you just try to like go with the flow of things and not really think about anything? Uh, I kind of just went with the flow of things. I didn't really know what to expect. Um, I hadn't, hadn't watched much of Davenport play or I hadn't, hadn't really pictured I didn't really picture myself going to Davenport so I mean it's a smaller school there's it's all definitely more athletic space than anything so um I think just being like being around all of these other athletes and like hearing uh, their stories and the way that like their training really helped a lot too but um yeah going I kind of just went into it with not with no expectations didn't really know what to expect I mean I was I would have been a true freshman too so like I was supposed to be there at that time so um yeah yeah so then you go and play go with the flow of things play 18 games like what what do you learn from playing those 18 games at the college level like it like it's club but it's but it's legit hockey especially club hockey now like it's becoming very legit and like you're just it's like there's a lot to learn from there especially like to help you go on to like the fed like you would you would the next season exactly well it was uh i mean i again i was very fortunate to play with some of the guys that i did play like we had studs in in the acha d2 uh league so um yeah it was it was, it was kind of like your first real taste of playing against grown men. So you're playing with guys that are three, four, maybe even five years older yeah. than you. And you're, it's like, you're kind of building like that, that man strength, I guess you could say where you're getting, getting older, you're getting a little more mature too. You're kind of turning into a man and kind of figuring yourself out, kind of figuring out what you want to do. And I think that really kind of, it's it's helped me even today like with training and whatnot just my little bit of time at Davenport I did learn a lot there so it was I'm definitely very grateful for that yeah that that's awesome and like you learn a lot and like you go into you go into the following year where you're playing pro and just like you take all everything you learn especially from like the last last year juniors where you did develop a lot and then going into college and then you're able to just absorb everything and then just put it into like your professional professional game where you're getting paid to play play hockey. Exactly. Yeah, but uh, I have a few more questions before we wrap things up here. So, uh, do you have any tips for players looking to get to that next level? Um, trust your training. Uh, definitely. That's a huge one. Yeah, trust your training if. If you feel like you maybe you're not getting the, the work you're getting, like isn't all there, you don't think it's going to help you, then maybe kind of try and figure something else out that you think will. Yeah. Um, but if you're training every day, if you're skating every day, trust it. Like you're getting better. Anytime you're on the ice, you want to get a little bit better. So yeah. trust your training and stick with it. 
Yeah, it may may not feel like you're getting better every day, but if you go in with the mindset and the confidence that your training is going to do something for you, it's going to eventually, and you're getting better every single day you step on the ice. Exactly. Yeah, so my next question is, like, what is what is your game day routine, like, going on, like, a home or an away game? Like, what, what are you doing throughout the day to get ready? Ah, uh, so I'm – I don't like to say I'm a bit superstitious, but I definitely am. <laughs> so home games, we would, for example, in Port Huron, we would skate at 10 a.m. on that Friday game. So we'd skate at 10 a.m. And then after that, uh, we'd go right to Qdoba, get a nacho bowl, some chicken and some rice, and then go home after that and take a nap for a bit. But then um, I would eat the rest. I would eat more Qdoba before I showed up to the rink, but I would get there um, closer to everybody was supposed to be there about two hours before. So I'd show up about two hours, 30 minutes before, hop on the bike for a bit and eat some, eat some more food and then um, get, get my stretch in. And yeah, Qdoba was, is a must on game day. I will say that everyone has their has their meal before the game chipotle Qdoba, like you yeah. name it like there's going to be so, something that every player wants to have before a game day exactly and if it yeah. works it works right so yeah you gotta keep with it. if it works it works don't 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 break it or don't fix it you just got to keep going with it yeah absolutely yeah so like my final question for you is what's your favorite pump up song like you're listening to this on the bike like before you go out for pregame warmies like what are you listening to um it's a tough one i i have a couple different ones that i do um but i would i'd probably say the one that i listen to the most before a game would be uh is you ready by amigos yeah. it just i don't know, just kind of gets you in that mindset it's like the last song that you hear before you step on the ice um and then and then you're ready after that exactly you're asking yourself the whole time you're like am i ready yeah yeah okay i'm ready <laughs> yeah and like that gets you in the mindset uh to, and like it sends like that reaction to your brain like it's time for game it's time for the game time and time for puck drop just got to be ready yeah exactly yeah, but uh, Quentin, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time and like for and I look forward to following your career the rest of the way. And this is this was a ton of fun. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was very exciting. Yeah, no problem.